Welcome to episode four of the Three Questions podcast. Today with me is Hafsa. Hafsa is a registered nurse, photographer, leader in her community, and probably my favorite social media takeover person. <laughs> uh, I met Hafsa through a club on campus called Humans of You Calgary, where we tell stories not too different than this one. Without further ado, the first question that I always ask people on this podcast is about a risk in your life that you took that you were pretty unsure about at the time you took it. But now having the benefit of hindsight, now you're so grateful that you did take it. Hi, um, that's a really interesting question. Um, I think a risk that I took was back in January of this year. When you're in nursing, you're assigned a clinical placement and in your very last semester, you can have this clinical placement anywhere outside of Calgary. Uh, because of COVID, it was anywhere in Alberta. It, there was a week until school started and my clinicals started. Um, and I got this opportunity to have my clinical placement in a hospital that's 10 hours away from Calgary. And it was located basically in the middle of nowhere. Um, it was a very rural town of just, I think, a, a thousand, a few thousand people, I think. Um, and so I was, I was super unsure. I was like, no, I don't want to really take this. Um, I've never lived on my own before. Um, never slept in like a little town in the middle of nowhere all alone. Um, but I think it was just um, an experience that I really needed to have. And um, there were perks to it, um, like housing was provided by Alberta Health Services. Um, I was like, you know what? I don't think I'll get a chance for someone else to pay my rent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that is so rare. I'm like, that is awesome. You know what? Uh, maybe I'll just take it just for the sake of living rent free for, you know, a few months. Anyway, so um, I had to make this decision in like literally a few days. Um, so I took one day to make the decision. I took one day to pack all of my things for three months. And then I took one day to actually be driven up there um, because, because it's like a small rural area. There's not really airplanes or flights that go into that place. Um, so um, my parents drove me. So yeah, that was a very stressful week in my life, I'd say. Um, and yeah. Wow. So mm -hmm. are you saying that there was a choice between you going to the small rural town or staying in the city? Yeah, there was. Um, but I feel like I wouldn't have gotten as much experience here. Um, and I felt like it was a better choice to go up there. Um, and it, it was just a good opportunity in and of itself. Um, there's just a lot of support as a student that you get because you have advisors, you have, um, you know, people looking out for you as a student. I'm like, this is, I think this is the best time to be taking a leap of faith because I have a lot of people behind me that have faith in me. Um, as when you're, the thing is, is when you're working um, and you're not a student, I feel like you don't have as much. 
support behind you um, in comparison to when you're a student, if that makes sense. So it was just a good time. <laughs> well, to, to just dig in a little bit deeper, I'm really curious if you stayed in the city, would you have had that support or a similar amount of experience on uh, nursing situations? Um, I think absolutely. Like the support is always there, um, thankfully. But I feel like experience-wise, um, you get a very different experience when you're living elsewhere. And especially when you're living outside of the city. I'm always the person who's grown up in the big city. I used to live in Toronto and then um, lived in Calgary. And, you know, I've just never, I've just never been outside of a big city. And so to be living that life and to be meeting those new people is just completely different. Like the people that I met there, they had very different mindsets. Um, they were just, it, it was very sweet, actually. It was, they lived a very simple, minimalistic lifestyle. And I just, I just, I feel like I learned a lot from not just living there, but also the people that I met there. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I guess, a beautiful, unexpected experience. Oh, absolutely. Um, because. I feel like I was terrified. I was terrified <sighs> before I went there because I'm like, I don't know what kind of people I'm going to meet. Um, I don't know if they're going to be accepting of me. Like, as you know, Max, like I wear the hijab as well. So I was like, you know what? These small town people might be racist or, you know, they might not like me. Uh, they might not like like my personality because I'm always like a big city person. Um, but no, they were super nice, accepting. Um, and I'm, I'm just very thankful for the experience. I feel like if had I not gone there, I would not have learned the things that I've learned. Um, and nursing wise as well. Um, you know, being a nurse in a big city hospital is very different than being a nurse in a rural hospital because you don't have all of those, all of that technology and all of those resources and those people. You can imagine, like you've seen the hospitals here, they're huge. Um, Over there, very tiny, very small. There were like two people, um, two nurses on night shift. (laughs) So yeah, crazy. Wow. So if, if one nurse can't makes it, can't make it, then, uh, then you lose half the workforce for that night shift. <laughs> um, so two registered nurses, and then obviously you've got like the licensed, um, the licensed practice, pract- how is, how, what is it? Practical nurse. So okay, two, okay. yeah, yeah. So um, obviously there's more than two people in the hospital, but there's only <laughs> registered nurses. So actually, it was funny. There was this one night where um, we had a patient come in after a car accident. And like, it was like, they were doing awful. And like, they were intubated, they weren't conscious. And so it was really interesting, because there were only two registered nurses. And that was basically our whole team, just for that one patient, um, with the doctor as well. But the people uh, the, the paramedics, they stayed behind to help out. And that wouldn't happen here in the city because here we have so many people on board. We have so many registered nurses. We've got HCAs, we've got LPNs. We've got so many hands on deck. Over there, there weren't many hands on deck. So seeing that collaboration between people is something incredible, you know? Certainly, yeah. Doing a, a role that, uh, that I guess they wouldn't do in the big city because of the additional hands available to help. 
Could you, could you tell us what HCA and LPN yeah. stand for? Um, HCA stands for healthcare aid and healthcare aids, basically um, healthcare professionals, um, there's a whole bunch of roles. So healthcare aides are usually the people that are providing like bedside uh, care, like changing clothes, um, doing like change, like positioning the patient. They do a lot of like the physical work with the patient, um, you know, baths, showers, things like that. Um, LPNs are licensed, wait, let me just make sure, um, licensed practical nurses. And so licensed practical nurses are like one step below registered nurses in terms of education and salary. They have, they go to college um, instead of university. So they have less of that critical thinking component part in their education. Whereas registered nurses, they go to school for, they go to university for four years. So we are expected to have more of the critical thinking and the, the hands-on, you know, critical experience, I suppose. Um, so it's interesting, like if you see, if you ever see like a court case, for example, um, like healthcare professionals are sued sometimes. So depending on your role, it'll go differently, like the court case. So for example, if I was the, if I was an LPN and I screwed up maybe like a blood transfusion because a doctor, you know, wrote different orders, maybe the doctor made a mistake, right? I wouldn't be held accountable because that was the doctor's mistake. And I was just, I was the LPN and I was just following orders. But if I was the registered nurse, then I would be held accountable because registered nurses are expected to follow up with the doctor's orders if the doctor has made a mistake or if the nurse thinks it's unsafe. So in that way, uh, registered nurses have, are expected to be thinking very critically um, and so in that case, in that court case, I would be held accountable as a registered nurse and there would be consequences. Actually, I was reading um, a court case just earlier um, because these things are actually published um, online for, um, <laughs> if a nurse makes a mistake and she goes to court, then those, those papers are actually published online for people, for other nurses to see. And a nurse actually did go to court because of um, a blood transfusion that went wrong so oh, no yeah yeah so <laughs> it's, it's very very serious um very important to be looking at all of these things Did that was there an question? outcome you've, you've got me hooked was there an outcome <laughs> to this, uh, blood transfusion case um i'm not sure uh i would i did not go to court to see what happened <laughs> <laughs> um but i think the purpose of them posting these is so that other nurses can see, you know, oh, this is what someone else did. I'm going to avoid this mistake. So it's actually, it's so crazy. Like they post like the first name and the last name of the nurse. It's all public. People can see who's going to court and who's not. So like if I, God forbid, I ever end up in court, you can actually like search it up on like the regulatory body. Um, it's called CARNA which regulates the nurses and like you can you can see what I went into court for and you know what's what's happening with me but I don't know if we can see like the what do we call it the the verdicts of judges I don't know if we can see that 
Wow. So mm-hmm. basically getting called into court uh, has even more ramifications than just the, uh, the legal outcome, but also everybody now in those circles is going to know about it and potentially your future employer um, oh, will yeah. do that check. Oh yeah, they definitely can. It's, it's online. You can search up nurses and see if there's any disciplinary disciplinary action against them so yeah it it does it it can totally affect your career because anyone that's hiring you wants to know if you can provide safe patient care that's the number one thing that we're always taught is you need to be safe and you know if you're not if you feel like you're not you need to be asking questions you need to be double checking just to make sure that because your ass is on the line right and it's not just your ass that's on the line but it's also like your supervisor and like your your unit manager so it's very important it's very you're dealing with life and death quite literally so yeah um it was funny when we were in nursing school like we were always taught we we were like we were taught to you know cover our asses and avoid court in all in all matters you know our professors told us that they're just like you know what don't don't end up in court (laughs) easier said than done I would say (laughs) when when bad things happen uh sometimes they're out of control ah that's so true the the next question I wanted to ask was about somebody in your life who had made an impact and something that you haven't said to them yet, but that you would like to say to them? Mm. There are so many people that make positive impacts on you. I feel like every person, I've learned from every person that I've come across. Um, Obviously, family and friends aside, um, I feel like one general person in my life that has made a big impact on me is um, like the preceptors that I had they were like my supervisors when I was a nursing student up north. (laughs) Um, I just feel like I just like learned a lot from them. Um, Again, being away from family and friends, it was just very nice to have that, um, that unconditional support from someone. Um, um, I I don't really know what specifically to say other than they were great people. I feel like any any person that helps you excel in life and someone that actually has your best interests at heart truly is someone that is positioned to immensely benefit you in life. And it's very rare that you find those people outside of your bloodline because yeah, you know what? Parents are always, parents love you and they're gonna support you no matter what. You know, you're like you're, you're their child, right? Um, or anyone in your bloodline or in your family, you know, they, they, they'll be there for you. But to have someone that has no connections to you and no, no reason to be there for you, but the fact that they still are is just, I feel like it's so powerful, you know? Like, you have no obligation to help me. You have no obligation to be there for me. You have no obligation. And yet you still are just for the goodness of your heart, I feel like that's very touching. And that's the type of person that I strive to be in other people's lives, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a worthy goal, definitely. Yeah. Do, do you have an example of something or a time when 
uh, your preceptor went above and beyond? I feel like, I feel like, um, like going back to something that I said earlier, just because it'll be easier to understand. Um, I feel like the, the, the patient that I was talking about earlier that came in after a car accident, um, they were intubated. Um, it was, it was a messy situation. Um, and yet, like she encouraged me to dive into it and encouraged me to help out. And like, she, she was just very, very open to me trying things. And so I was there not as a student, but as a very legitimate, uh, what do we call it, team member. And I, I was responsible for um, ventilating to the patient. So I had the airbag in my hand and I was breathing for the patient. Um, and, it, it, and afterwards she, she was like, you know what Hafsa, you really did a good job. And I'm surprised um, that you did so well. And that, that, that just touched my heart because it was such a it was such a, it was a situation where I was very vulnerable. And um, you know what, she could have just said, you know what Hafsa, just stand to the side. You just watch and observe. That's what a lot of people say, Max, is when they don't want you to do something or when they don't trust you to do something, they'll just tell you to stand on the side and watch and observe. You know, it's a very polite way of saying that. Um, but she never once said that to me. She never once said, you know, watch and observe. Always in there letting me dive neck deep into any of the patient situations that we had. And it just felt so nice to have that trust from someone. And, you know, just to know that, you know, she really truly does believe in me. Um, and it just helped me excel in whatever I did. Wow. Yeah. That is a fantastic preceptor. Yeah, I really liked her. She's awesome. And it was funny, actually, like, um, um, I, I went to a different city to, you know, get my feet into, like, maternity and, you know, um, just it was just a different hospital. And so they asked me, they're like, who is your preceptor? You know, we might know her. And I said her name and they're like, oh, yeah, we know her. We know her. Everybody knows her up north here because she travels a lot to different hospitals. And so she's just, everybody knows how wonderful of a nurse she is. And that just kind of inspires me to be like her, you know? Yeah, that's a, a wonderful <laughs> reputation to have within the community mm -hmm. that you serve and live in. It's those things that we, we don't think about necessarily, but the smallest actions can make and have the biggest impacts. Absolutely. Um, there, there was another nurse that I met at that hospital, and she was very similar. She was actually, there was um, a woman that was giving birth, and she came into the room, and she's like, oh, hi, I'm nurse, blah, blah, blah. She said her name, and I'm like, oh, you know, are you doing a shift here? Is it your shift? She's like, no, I'm just in here because this patient, I know her, and, you know, we've worked a lot together because that patient was indigenous. Um, um, since I was up North, there were a lot of indigenous people from reserves and a lot of those people, they live very difficult lives. Um, and so she's like, you know what? I'm here not as a nurse, but as a friend. And so she's, she's partnered with a lot of indigenous people uh, because Indigenous people don't always get the same healthcare support as other people. 
um, in the healthcare system, sometimes there, there's a lot of racism, there's a lot of, they, they usually fall through the cracks. And so this woman, she was deliberately holding Indigenous people above the cracks, and she was going above and beyond, even beyond her work hours, to be there for these Indigenous patients. And I just found that so inspiring, you know. And she told me that she worked in, like, in other countries, like Syria, and, you know, other third world countries. And I'm like, you know what, that's fantastic. <laughs> that that's really speaks to, I think, the character of mm-hmm. uh, those nurses. Absolutely. To not just treat patient care as a job, um, but to really embody it in their entire life. Outside of work hours. Outside of work hours, mm-hmm. when that's primarily what uh, what you do during work hours. Yeah. So the, the last question I have today is, uh, now that we know a little bit of what you do, uh, I'm sure there's a very powerful why behind what you do. Hmm. Now, this is like a, this is a lot of people in this position, they give a very cheesy and cliche response, like, oh, <laughs> I love helping people or, you know, um, I will not give a cheesy cliche response, um, or maybe, I don't know. Um, but I, I feel like I, I, would, I, I want to be there for people in a way that I would want people to be there for me. And um, I, I, when as a child, I was in and outside of the hospital quite a bit because of my grandmother. And I, I've just, I've seen a lot of sick people in my life. And I feel like, I feel like as a young person that is capable of, you know, being there for people, I have the health, I have the strength, I have the intelligence, I'm confident in myself at this point in my life. And I feel like I have, I, I feel like I have a personal responsibility or yeah, I guess a personal responsibility to think about more than just myself because I know there's more to the world, um, more to living and life than just me and my selfish desires. Um, I obviously want to make a great life for myself and my family and my friends. Um, but I feel like there's so much more to the world and I'm going to do whatever I can to put myself out there and be of service to other people. I guess that was like the cheesy cliche response, (laughs) but just in different words. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But it was your cheesy response. (laughs) And I think that makes it unique and special. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Max. Thanks for doing this, Hafsa. Absolutely. I hope you have a wonderful night. And whoever is listening in on this, I hope they do as well. Yes. I hope all of the listeners who've made it this far um, (laughs) have their own cheesy responses (laughs) why they do what they do in life. Yeah. (laughs) 